Welcome to the Odette Love Letter. I'm Kelly Laughlin, the founder of Odette Press, and I'm glad you're here. Creative Nourishment is the Odette Press Letter. It's a weekly publication written and recorded all about centering and inspiring creative connections and conversations. I believe that every single person is creative in some way, whether you are taking up space on the page, crafting things out in the world, making connections, designing experiences, or living a creative life. Creativity unfolds for all of us, and this is what we explore here. This week, we're getting into a brand new month. We're saying hello to August, which means it's time for a brand new theme. Last month in July, we explored practices of care and nourishment and taking care of our lives creatively and otherwise. This month, we're getting into practices of expression and creation and making things happen. So join me on our first adventure for the month of August. Today's letter is called Bittersweet, Creative Fires and Transformation. Share with you some reflections on life, some upcoming announcements for the studio, at least for the month ahead, and some prompts for you to explore in your life on the page. Thanks again for being here for the full newsletter experience. Make your way over to odettepress.substack.com where you can become a free or paid subscriber. The thread of this letter arrives as I'm sticking my head in a hot oven last week. I have set the task of baking through a mountain of flour when I start pulling on the thread, mining my life for ingredients and curiosity. I am baking in the middle of a heat wave in the house from which I am extricating my life, business, and presence, where flour dwindles lower, but not as fast as the days seem to be slipping past. Soon, there is more flour than there are days left, and I am aware of this pressure as I'm making cookies for what seems to be the hundredth time this month, a relentless dedication to miso, tahini, chocolate, and using what is left. Fire is transforming sugar, acid, flour, fat, flattening circles from chilled spheres and cooling on the rack as heat from last week's letter on repetition carries over into this week's writing. I am repeating an idea, iterating, following the thread. I've done this once before, this move, and here I stand at the edge of change season. I am moving to New York today. After days of hauling earth, bags, boxes in the sun, I am baked, like the baking sheets I pulled from the oven last week. I am cooling for one final morning on a friend's porch as the day begins its reveal. The contents of my life are currently packed away. They are expertly laid out like a Tetris game. They are packed up in bags that are color-coordinated. They are stacked according to need. All of Odette Press mixed in with my belongings gathered in the back of a sage green Highlander. Clothes, a few books, an abundance of paper. I cross all fingers that nothing melts in this heat. There are push times where we start our inner fires to move faster and slow times where we press against the asking for urgency. To feel the flow of understanding, tasks ask that we revisit them well. Finally, tune in with our sensing and listening and that we repeat them. Writing, baking, connecting, creating, focusing, daydreaming, or just being. I have been writing in a journal and baking since I was a child. Blank pages filled with feelings and waves of salted chocolate chip cookies, attentive to each iteration. I have learned to love a recipe and the potential it contains within. How, when all else is changing, the recipe is one that holds the ground and stays the same. There is something to be said for doing something not just one time, but a thousand times. With the hope of the results of sameness and accepting the inevitability of life's changes. 
A recipe is familiar, and with baking, it asks for precision, lest a bake be tempted to failure. Follow the recipe, and likely what you want will take form. With each bake, I have learned the edges and the boundaries of the materials, what flowers will do, what to do with time, how I prefer the striations yielded from chopping a bar of chocolate instead of the uniformity of chips, and my unyielding preference for coarse flaked salt that brings a sound to it, a crunch in the teeth, a burst of yes in the mouth. I learn how thinking and feeling only goes so far and how at some points the next right action is activity. As a teenager, when I'd moved once before, turning to the quiet space of baking gave me the space to process the feelings I had but had an absence of words for. No thoughts needed then, just following the movements of body and ingredients, embodying the recipe. As I bake batch after batch of cookies, filling page after page or move, I get to know the nuance, what I want, and the intricacies. Chocolate, bittersweet, and bars. Rooms with sunlight to prioritize slowness. How lately I sleep better if I write out the whirling mind before bed. The foundational processes we turn to give us the ground to pour into when the stuff of life feels shaky. Grounding into the body, I remember that all of the what-ifs floating in my brain are thoughts, protective parts vying for safe potentials, speaking up out of safety. In transitional times, rooting into embodied form gives the thinking mind a place to settle. I am lingering in the liminal space, here at the precipice of the unknown. Consider this ripe. Consider this a void space. Consider this like the unknown of sitting by lamplight or fireside while the whole atmosphere around is unknown with nighttime. At times, it feels exhilarating and terrifying. I listen deeply to where the edge is. Change moments are ripe with risk and potential. What's out there, we might ask. We sit in the nighttime, look to the starlight, and wonder. To root into a familiar rhythm, then, is grounding. There's nothing the nervous system rejects more than discomfort and change, and that extrication from familiarity would cause a rupture to a feeling of safety makes sense. A move is a rupture, a birth into a new space, a rhythm's change. Part of why we do novel, new, or challenging things is that expansive space that we enter into in the process of our remaking. I cannot tell you how many deep and slow breaths I have taken lately, only to be reminded how powerful the mind is when the body detects change. No, 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 it says. So I tune my attention to the ground when I can, into real and felt sensations, into imagining right potentials, intentions, ideas, and possibilities. And I start this letter to you. To be truly visionary, Bell Hooks writes, we have to root our imagination in our concrete reality while simultaneously imagining possibilities beyond that reality. A grounded imagination is a visionary life's recipe. I have moved states several times in my life, but I have baked more batches of salted chocolate chip cookies and started even more days with writing that I am reminded how ease coalesces like salt crystals moving and forming slowly over time. We write thousands of words, phrases, and pages before they start to feel like home. We try a recipe even more times before they feel real and familiar. An address is the same. In times of change, what can we root into? What feels soothing? What can we imagine onward through those unknown horizons? And what do we study into despite the shifting daily realities? What I learn about change is that avoiding grief only backfires, and that in the center of it is a gift of transformation and that there are times and channels available for words and talking and other times where only embodiment and activity will do. These moments are the bittersweet ones, the long walks, deep talks, chopping chocolate, rolling dough, and sharing with friends. Something sweet and enlivening with salt on top to bring the flavors through. So this week, write, 
rest, move. That's what I know I'm doing. A full moon is said to be an illuminating, clarifying time. List anything you're finding grounding or clarifying around you. Draw, express, reflect. What's lit up in your life this season? What parts of life are asking for rebooting or reimagining? Pick through the memories, notice what lingers. Separate the fruit from the pits and discard. Slice with a sharp knife the thoughts that have outgrown your desires for thinking. Bring forth the talismans of the future with you. And of course, be well and have a great week. Thank you so much for being here. Yes, Odette Press is a creative studio with journals and cards and paper goods. It is also a community. And thank you so much for being part of this community. If there's somebody in your life who you think might like this newsletter, resonate with these prompts, or just enjoy this community too, please send it along. We'd love to grow this community even more. You can shop journals and cards at www.odettepress.us. You can also reply to this newsletter to stay connected. Thank you so much. Take good care.